we're back. This is Ashley Spidell. And Tim Mahalski. And you're listening to Are You With Me? We are so excited to be back this new year. Oh my gosh. It's kind of a new year and a new me. Oh. Let me reintroduce myself. <laughs> I feel really like refreshed after this long holiday break. Should we still be saying Happy New Year though? Oh God, I'm not saying it to anyone. No, you only say that like the first two days. I said it today. You did? Yeah. That's friendly of you. My cutoff, I think, will be like next week, like the 20th. You could essentially say it through February. Ooh. March is a little weird. March is kind of pushing it. You you want to get an email on February 5th that says Happy New Year? It's It's February at that point. I mean, if I haven't spoken to that person all year, then I think it's appropriate. No, I would say maybe like... I hope your new year is off to a good start. That's really friendly. (laughs) I'm I'm a friendly person. You really are. (laughs) I think no matter what, as long as you're wishing someone well, just go with it. I know. But when you're you're getting wished well, like whether it was like, how was your weekend? How in depth do you go? This is really going in depth right now, Tim. I mean, do you really think about these things all day? Yeah, like when someone says to me, like, how was your weekend? Do you just say fine? Or do you say, it was great. I cleaned out my garage, went on a date, and oh slept in. I think, <laughs> I think you can leave out the part about cleaning your garage. I mean, when somebody asks you that, you're supposed to be giving them the, like, Instagram highlight reel. You tell no. them all the fun things you did. You don't all of a sudden go down this dark hole of, well, it was kind of a boring weekend. <laughs> I had no plans and nothing to do. Well, I don't, it's actually funny because I told three people that today and all of them responded in a way of, I did the same thing a weekend ago, last month, whatever. (laughs) I feel amazing. There is is a good feeling that comes with that. And I feel like, you know, (laughs) people can relate because it is the beginning of the year. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of purging maybe, but most of the year people don't do that kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe why? I mean, spring cleaning summer projects i mean i'm all about cleaning and organizing (laughs) but i don't think i'm normal i feel like most people are well i think that the i think that my consensus today is that people are into garage cleaning (laughs) you know what tim that is really interesting that that's what you decided to share about your weekend but you know what i did i said we cleaned out our garage we went to dinner and we slept in (laughs) Tim, again, the things that you're choosing to share is just a little. What would you add, and what would you add? What would you delete, knowing what we did this past weekend? I mean, I would hype it up a little bit more. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I would make it sound like we had like a really great weekend. To me, if somebody told me that they cleaned out their garage, they went to dinner, and they slept in, I'd be like, okay, boring. Those are all things like going to dinner on a date. Dinner date sounds amazing. Cleaning our garage is fun. I just feel like you need a lesson in sales or something. (laughs) (laughs) On how to sell myself. Perfect. (laughs) Sell our weekend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, back to me, please. (laughs) I just kind of wanted to um, touch more on the fact of how I feel so refreshed after this new year. You know, like everybody... It dreads, I feel, that week back to work after having time off and like and just enjoying with family and relaxing and like doomsday. Kind of, right? That whole back to reality vibe. I hate that quote. You do? Oh my god. Anytime anyone says that I want to just backhand them. I always say that. 
I literally say that after every vacation you and I go on. Yeah, and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, it was back to reality this week for us, and I felt really that bad. I felt really good about it. Okay, good. You did too. No, I was actually excited to get. I enjoy like the holidays are fun when it's like you're partying, you're doing this, you're doing that. But and like you're staying up late, like you kind of go off schedule. I feel like totally you go off like maybe your eating habits, your workout habits. Totally. And then it was kind of nice to be like, okay, no, I'm waking up, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing this, I'm eating healthy again, I'm not eating cookies at 3 p.m. Honestly, oh my god, all the baked goods, all the alcohol, all the food that you normally don't eat. Right. I'm so over that. I'm ready for this re- this restart and this refresh. I'm kind of like a kid. Kids, you know how kids thrive on a schedule? Yes. That's me. I'm a child. I thrive on a schedule. I need that. Yeah. I also think a lot of people don't know. Really? Like you think that people don't thrive on a schedule? Yeah. I know. I have multiple friends that like their life makes no sense to me. Like I don't get how they function because it's like one day they have to be at work at like 9 a.m. And then like they they have off for two weeks because they work on like a a random schedule or something. Oh, it's like, I literally can't. That seems like pure chaos to me. And that would make me absolutely miserable. Right. But then, so how did you, so when, if it doesn't, if you don't like it, then how do you go from going off schedule and liking it to getting back on? Well, I mean, when it's off, when I'm going off schedule and it's the holidays and I'm partying and enjoying and sleeping till 10 on a Tuesday, sure. <laughs> <laughs> then it's fine for a certain amount of time, but there is something to be said for, Getting back to reality, if you will. I don't like, I mean, <laughs> I, the reason that quote bugs me is because it's like, you, don't roll your eyes. Give it to me. Let's hear it. It's insinuating that your reality isn't great. No, I love my reality. Okay. So then what's wrong with getting back to it? Nothing's wrong with it. That's what I'm saying. Well, when you're I'm leaving not... Hawaii and you say back to reality. Well, yeah, I'm not living it with rose colored glasses on and, you know, with all the palm trees in the ocean around me coconuts on the side of the road right but i mean it's just that different. isn't my reality but i do love my reality okay well i feel like it's in, it's insinuating okay That's... don't take what i'm saying negatively <laughs> let's move on can we anyways i'm trying to be positive this year and i feel yeah. like you're just focusing on the negative negative. and for me this year i i didn't really do um a new year's resolution mm-hmm. last year i did like a bunch of like new year's resolutions and goals that I needed to hit by like certain times to help keep myself on track. Yeah. But this year I didn't really do that. I more so was looking for like a word or a phrase, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, and I ended up not going with a word or an adjective, I guess I ended up going with a phrase and I just was looking to lead with positivity and passion this year. And I chose that statement because passion or compassion passion. Okay. I chose that statement because, um, I feel like with myself, I needed to be more positive mentally and personally, as well as socially to of course, rub off and shine onto others because I feel like that then reflects back onto you. It totally does. Cause when you, if you're with a group of people and you start going negative and like turn it into like ragging on someone, it just ends up being the snowball effect. And your whole night or day, whatever it is, ends up just being primarily negative. It's but so, if you do the opposite, you normally are more positive. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I feel like there's a couple people in my life that I do speak 
negatively about or I have negative thoughts or feelings about. Yeah. And this year I really just want to try and not have those thoughts and control those thoughts. Um, because me harboring those feelings and those thoughts is doing nothing to them or for them. It's only, I feel like deteriorating me. Yeah. So anyways, I just wanted to lead with positivity first off. Also, it's not a nice thing if like if you if there's an acquaintance that whether it's like a friend or someone you work with that you're talking poorly about with someone maybe you're closer with. How how like unsettling is that to think if they knew what you were saying about them? That's so, like so nitpicky and minuscule, but you're like harboring on like that they're supernatural or this or that or like all these random things that people are like easily made quote fun of for. Wait, what do you mean supernatural? <laughs> like, <laughs> like a yogi or like a spiritual person or something. Like it's easy to like make fun oh. of someone supernatural. Super There's, natural, yeah. not supernatural. Right. Okay, got it. That's the negative thing? I'm just, th- I don't think it is, but I'm just thinking, I'm picking up on things I've heard other people say about people that we know in common oh. that I try and see them clear of like, oh, that that person is super religious or that person's super spiritual. Like regardless of if it doesn't align with you, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And it's not nice to think if they heard you say that about them. Absolutely not. That would be like, I always try and put them like in the situation. And like, that's a kind of heartbreaking. If like you think if they heard what you were saying about them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that if we had that ability to hear what others were saying or thinking about us, it's called, isn't that a movie? Is it? <laughs> like what women want or whatever. If you could like hear what women are thinking okay, about yeah, you. Okay, yeah, that's like a different style. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's essentially what I'm saying. I just feel like with if that was actually a thing. I mean, you would want to know? We would have no relationships with each other. Well, I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> I, feel, I say that because I feel like this world is, there's a lot of that. And. I mean, I really only try and keep relationships with people that I have positive feelings towards and about. But there are a couple, like I had mentioned, that I don't have great feelings towards. And I just am trying to better myself by being aware about that and spreading positivity through doing that. So you would want to hear what people have to think about you? <laughs> well, like first, My first reaction is, God, no. But... I don't know. It would put things into perspective and maybe I'm wasting my time with certain people in my life that don't think positively of me or don't want the best for me. And that doesn't serve me having a relationship with somebody like that. So. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think I would want to know from the, cause I don't care about like acquaintances or friends if they think poorly about me and they play one side and then they act another, but I would want to care if like there's random things that like maybe, your partner, AKA you think about me that like, I wouldn't let you just think, but you don't necessarily say like, I don't know. Like when I have a sty in my eye, like, God, that looks just so disgusting. Or Oh my God. I pretty much tell you every time. Or like if I take my shirt off and I haven't worked out in two months, like I currently am like, Oh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> he oh looks, he looks four months pregnant. Tim, what the heck? Okay. First of all, I don't think anything <laughs> poorly of you, but when I do, I say it straight to your face. Like a couple months ago when you had a sty in your eye. And also I hate talking about this because they gross me out so much. This is so disgusting. Um, one of my biggest fears is having bad breath and 
being like close, like in an intimate conversation with someone like at a cocktail party or at a restaurant or something. And like, and they're, you're blowing it right in their face and, but they can't avoid it because you're so one-on-one. That's why I chew gum while drinking cocktails. Isn't that weird? I do that do like if that I'm out ba- at like a club or something. Do you think that it balances it out or no matter what, your whole mouth just still smells like gin or tequila de- or... It depends on the cocktail. I think if you're drinking like bourbon and chewing gum, that's foul. If you're drinking like a vodka soda, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's just going to smell like a vodka mint. <laughs> I don't know about that. I feel it's like people sexual. are going to be disgusted by this. <laughs> I really do. Okay, I feel like we're going down like a really disgusting rabbit hole from like styes to bad breath to. I well, I guess that's my point. I would want to know if there's something about me that's like gross, not like that's external that people are thinking. Then internal, like oh, Tim's an asshole. Tim, I'm pretty sure I tell you anytime <laughs> you, anytime I think something negatively of you, right? I'm pretty good about sharing. With I, you. I mean, that's my hope. I do. Okay. I do. I do. But you, you also don't want me to. No, I want... I feel like you're on the on the borderline <laughs> right now of, like, no. getting crushed. <laughs> or But, like, also want to hear it. No, I want to hear it. I'm, I feel like there's maybe 5% of the truth that you're not sharing. <laughs> oh, my God. No. I'm pretty um, brutally honest, I feel. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I think we both are. But I'm just saying, is there something that you thought that I, you haven't told me? No, Tim. You look <laughs> great, okay? You smell great. Thank you. You are great. But I think that I would want to know. I would choose... Even if it's like some random person? Yes, I would oh. want to know. That's like Some random person. I don't... Because I don't care. But I also have like a pretty strong backbone, I feel. So... And, you know, if somebody feels a certain way about me, I have no problem holding that grudge for the rest of my life i'll release oh, it eventually God. here comes the virgo but you know i just i don't need to be around that i'd rather know <laughs> so bring it on okay <laughs> with that i guess there's a little passion behind <laughs> that and me and i think that's that's the other thing that i was saying that i really want to that i strive for in this new year is to be more passionate in everything that I choose to do and spend my time doing. Um, well, speaking of spending time and new year, when I was, when I started the new year, I was reflecting on the holiday season, which is a time that like everyone spreads themselves so thin. It's so true with their time, their money and everything that it's like you end up being just wiped out at the end of the holiday holiday season of like, I had seven parties. I bought 19 gifts. And for what? That's so true. At the end of every holiday season, I'm always sick. I always end up getting sick from spending too much time with different people. And I think staying up late and overextending myself. Not even eating healthy or being healthy, whatever. All of the above. Totally. I completely agree. But this past holiday season, I I realized that I think a lot of our are being Ashley and I's traditional type Christmas parties and functions and get togethers kind of shifted this year because as they did, as we grow up and as you people change and move and you know, you have different people that come in and out of your life. You have different parties to go to different commitments that you sign up for. And after, I think it was on like new year's day or maybe the day after new year's day, I was, I came to the realization that I was so happy that we spent every 
every night, every event that we went to was like fulfilling and meaningful. Cause a lot of the yes. times you go to these like big holiday parties that on paper sound so good. It's open bar and you get maybe formally dressed or you get kind of like holiday dressed at whatever that may be, but you're there and it's a party of 200 people and you know, four, but they're not like your close friends. They're just these people you see once a year, maybe right. twice a year that it's like, Oh, cool. Fun. Hi. How are you? What are you doing? Where do you work? Blah, blah, blah. All that like the top 20 questions that you ask people, but that catch up that you played one year ago to the date probably right. that you're then playing a- again the next year. Right. And it's like, and then you're just, you leave there and it's like, Oh yeah, that was cool. There was, great food and open bar and it was fun but like that doesn't mean anything to me like I could buy my own food and drink right there's no quality there's no fulfillment in any of that or in those types of conversations or those types of relationships so what was something you did this holiday season that made you feel fulfilled this holiday season we did a lot of hosting and that really made me feel fulfilled um we have the space to do so and to be able to have our friends and our family and everyone over and to serve them and host them and celebrate with them in our space was just really, really nice. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I know that sometimes hosting can be really stressful Mm -hmm. and especially a lot during the holiday season, but I just thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. And I feel like it was going on for like two months, really. Yeah, it was. We kind of were hosting for quite a while. And it just was, I just absolutely loved every second of it because it was with everyone that I wanted to spend time with. Right. It wasn't any of those like filler random. No, absolutely not. It was, I felt fulfilled after each of those events. So, and I think that that just... I mean, that speaks volumes, and that's what makes me want to continue doing it. I don't want to do things in life that I don't feel fulfilled afterwards. Completely agree. What about you? What made you feel fulfilled this holiday season? I don't know. I think one thing that I always talk about with going into the holiday season is I overall, like, gift giving and gift receiving to me is overrated. And Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. I feel I felt the most fulfilled because Ashley and I chose to not give each other gifts this year, but instead we bought stuff that we both know that we both wanted for our house rather than buying a another watch or another purse or a wallet or a this, whatever. It was like, maybe more things that we needed or Right. Right. And it was random stuff like a f- marble fruit bowl that Ashley's been wanting for like two years that you got. I didn't need it. I just wanted it. Right. But it's like, that's so much more enjoyable because there's so much pressure and build up for gift giving. And I feel like the build up is so much greater nine out of 10 times than the reaction. Absolutely. And so I felt, I felt fulfilled because we did what we wanted to, we spent our money how we wanted to, and there wasn't like requirement. I feel like there's a weird thing with gift giving where it's a certain caliber, whether it's a certain price tag of something that you have to gift someone or it's a certain caliber of a gift. Like, it's like, oh, what did Tim get you this year? What did you get Tim this year? It's right. like somebody's looking for that 
caliber, that big ticket item of whatever that may be. Or, you know, then with certain people, it's like you have to slap a price tag on each person of how much you want to spend on them. I don't know. It's just weird. And it's weird, too, with, like, couples that are in a place where they're, like, living together and maybe their money isn't blended. But you know what the other person has. And if there's, you know, if you're making X amount of money a year, you know that there's X amount of money left over for holidays, etc. And it's like there's not really like a huge element of surprise unless like there is, you know, unless you are a little more separated than that financially. It's interesting that you, I, I like that you brought this up and it's interesting that you have like kind of a thing with, you know, gift giving and feeling underwhelmed with the process or, I mean, was there any that you felt a, a underwhelmed giving this year or any that you felt like you really like knocked it out of the park or do you essentially usually feel like you're just gifting somebody something and it's just like it's just a transactional thing it's so it's overall it's transactional so when are we going to exchange gifts okay come over and do this and that and you open it thank you oh i'm going to use this for a party i'm having this summer or whatever that may be but fast forward three months and I'm sure the majority of the people that you gifted, you couldn't say, hey, what did Ashley get you for Christmas this past year? They probably won't remember. Yeah. And even and that is to say, if you went below what you should have gotten them or you went above, you they, it won't be remembered. Like, I remember one year we got, like, Ash and I bought my parents, like, one thing. And then the next year we bought my mom, like, a really nice purse. And the reaction was no different. They were appreciative. The same appreciation was shown regardless of the gift. All right. That's it for the rest of time. Eileen and John are getting (laughs) super super general gifts. (laughs) Easy to please. No, but I think that – have you ever bought someone a gift that is so outrageously nice or so outrageously like, ooh, let's just get them this little $10 something or other – and the reaction has matched the price tag. I don't think you do. It's interesting. This year, I a couple gifts that I gifted got left behind. And <laughs> did you try and make an effort to return them? Well, honestly, my first reaction was like, "Oh my god, I am keeping this, and I am keeping it for myself, or I'm returning it." <laughs> but I think I, that's valid. No, it's not valid. Yes, I. <laughs> this ship has sailed. <laughs> well, no, I. At first, though, I kind of felt like, ooh, like they left that behind. Like I know it's crazy, and you're wrangling, you know, kids oh. and family members and gifts from so many people and whatever. But still, I kind of was like, huh? Did they not like it? Does that mean that they didn't like it? And probably not. No, but it just made me question it. Is all. That's pretty deep rooted, rabbit holy. That I went. I thought yeah. way too much about it. <laughs> I don't think that that means they didn't like I mean, also, if you didn't like a gift, wouldn't you take it? I mean, then leave it. I would t- be like, oh, I'm taking this and taking it back. I think that it was just a forgetful thing. You know, there, I think that it's just chaotic and crazy, and it was just a forgetful thing. But it just made me question it. Like, oh, I wonder, oh, no, did they not like that or whatever? It's just so funny because... Ash and I went out doing like last minute shopping on, I think it was like the 20, like Sunday, the 22nd before Christmas. Yeah. We're those crazy people. 
the lines are crazy. Target's busy. Costco's busy. Macy's is busy. Whatever. Every store has a line out the door. And then on, I think it was on December 27th or 28th, I had to go make a return at Costco for something that we had bought that we didn't want. And the line was probably 25 people deep. Oh my gosh. Yes. And as I got close to the front, I was starting to like pay attention to see what everyone was returning and everyone re- was returning a gift. So it's like we as a society spend all this time, energy, time is money. Let's not forget. Absolutely. So we spend all this time. Then we also spend our currency to get a gift for someone that they just return. Our hard work. Yeah. Our hard earned money. It's so true. But uh, I'm and, guilty though, Tim. I did return a gift or two this year. Right. And you and you probably ended up getting less than they paid for it because majority of people don't get gift receipts, which PSA, give a gift receipt. Yeah. No, that's true. Did you give, do we get gift receipts? Yes. If they offer them. If they have them, yeah. Yeah, if they offer them from those types of places. But also sometimes you maybe buy something for someone that you don't want them to know how much you paid for it. That's not how I do gift giving. Let's move on. You never discussed what your New Year's rezo was or what your word for the year is or anything. Because I kind of decided that maybe I did have a New Year's resolution. Maybe my whole thing was just about doing what feels good this year. That's a great rezo. Ah, there we go. Got a New Year's resolution just about <laughs> halfway through the month. <laughs> a little late to the game, but better late than never. Of course. Tim, what about you? Did you have a resolution or like if you could think of a word for the year that was your goal or a Well, when you said the word, let's start, we'll start with the word because okay. the word I was trying to rack my brain and my word for the year is going to be uninhibited. What a good word. And I think that could be a, like a 10 to 15 things of different avenues of your life where it's like, if you want to go for something at work, go and give it your all and go get it. If you want to, all in. if you want to, you know, build your relationship up, you know, with, in your love life and you wanted, whether that's like getting yourself back out there or, you know, really growing with the one that you're with. I think that totally makes sense. Oh my God. Yes. Do it with arms wide open. I love it. So that's my word. Uninhibited. I I struggle saying it. So I was leery to bring it up in an audio based discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Uninhibited. I love that. But that's my, that's my word. Okay. And did you have a new year's resolution or any goals that you wanted to accomplish this year? Well, not goals, but I want to, I want to read more. Because last year for my birthday, you got me a book that I just finished literally this past weekend on like January 10th. This is a book that I have, that I knew was going to change, change it for Tim. Yeah. And it did. And you can speak on that yourself. But this book specifically, I've read um, from this author before, who's Gabby Bernstein, but I've been dying to read this book. And for over the past year, I've been literally like itching for Tim to finish this yeah. book. And I am so excited you finally did. And I mean, to note, it's not the size of the Bible. It's 190 pages. So it was like a very easy read. I just, you very, it's not one of those books where you could read at any time. You had to kind of be in the mood for like spiritual enlightenment. Uh-huh. It's called The Universe Has Your Back if you're looking for that this year. And I think that's where my word uninhibited stemmed from because the book is all about living your life 
and surrendering yourself to the universe or God or whatever you view as like a higher power and doing it all with love, which is kind of going back to the beginning part of the conversation when you brought up like doing what feels good to you. And if you do everything with love, nine out of 10 times, I would assume that it's going to feel good to you and you are going to feel the right way. That's so true. Cause also, I mean, what I learned from that book and it was so funny, I went, I went to the car wash this past weekend and I ran errands and I brought... Oh, here we go. More fun things that Tim did this weekend. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> but it was so... I was going to the car wash and another resolution is that I'm trying to be like more mindful of my time spent. That's a actually, huge one. I heard... I think it was Eva Longoria on a podcast and she was talking about how like she finds so, so much success and like being very plotted and planned, which is kind of like how you are with being on a schedule. Yes. And when you set time to, okay, I'm going to the gym from this time to this time. I'm going to work from this time to this time, whatever. But also you like, you can carve out time to be like, I'm going to sit here on my phone and play on Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat for the next 15 minutes and be completely mindless that's not like like you deserve that it's good for your brain to have that mental checkout absolutely and what's probably really amazing and positive about doing that is that you are in control of it right instead of just choosing to go down a rabbit hole on social media and just all of a sudden 45 minutes has gone by or 20 minutes has gone by or whatever you're choosing to give yourself though that little block of time right five minutes 10 minutes whatever it is 30 minutes you know, right. No judgment. I love that. And also like being smart with when you like strategically multitasking, like I had to run an errand today and I knew I had to make two phone calls on that errand for work. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and do nothing. I'm going to do it while I'm driving. That way it's like to kill kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely. Cause I hate that when you're just like, Especially if it's like a, a friendly or a, like a family conversation, you're just sitting there and it's like, that bugs me. I need to be doing something. Wait, I'm sorry. A family or friendly conversation? What are you talking about? Like if you're talking like a friend or your mom or something, I can't just be sitting there. I need to be like folding laundry or making the bed or... Why is that? Because I feel very unproductive. Oh, okay. Okay. And you know... I got you. Unless you're like... I don't know, like we'll FaceTime with my little brother who lives across the country because then it's like more of a uh, technological happy hour. (laughs) I love that. Technology-filled happy hour. Oh, my God. Technological happy hour. That is the best. That was the bad word. (laughs) That was the wrong uh, form of it, but it's you get it. That really sounds fun, though. That makes me want to have... technological happy hour (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense but just sitting there talking with someone that like you don't necessarily need to be catching up with where it's more that like um quick catch up rather than a whole like deeper conversation okay yeah that makes i avoid those conversations unless i'm doing something okay even with like work calls it's like i don't want to like if you need to be sitting there 100 percent in great but if you could be like driving or folding the laundry or whatever that may be I did laundry today, which is why I'm very oh laundry. <laughs> Tim is all about that chores. You know what? I need to figure out some more chores for you to do because clearly you need more to do while you have these mundane conversations with those people in your life. No, but they can't be loud chores. Okay. I'll think of something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to fill your day tomorrow. <laughs> well, I just love everything so far that we've talked about it. 
positivity is the first thing that I'm just like want to discuss with everybody this year with my close friends and family. And I want to see how everybody's handling that and managing that. Or if they're not, if they haven't even been thinking about that self care is huge to me. And I just love that our first episode of the new year is all about positivity and way to be more passionate and driven and okay quit using your um adjectives (laughs) jump in then and uninhibited (laughs) (laughs) and very uninhibited in this new year i'm very excited for us to have a technological happy hour next week (laughs) so please tune in with tim and i to are you with me